so bad he smells We take turns choosing the games that we review Even Mario's Hotel Come on characters, nobody likes you This is We Talk Games Arcade Weekly, an arcade review show brought to you each Monday free of charge from your friends over at WeTalkGames.com, and it is Sportuary! Yeah. Are you ready for some stink ball? I In am your, your face! Oh, oh my goodness, I wasn't ready for that. I think I just shit my pants. I am your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'll be your quarterback this episode, and I'm joined along with my tight end, Keith the Robo Duke. Ahoy, and I think I caught a flag for interference on that one there. You definitely did. <laughs> hey, not to spoil it, but if you're hip to sports, you might already have guessed what this week's game is about. I dropped some not-so-subtle hints at the top of it with our intro, but this week we're talking about Super Dodgeball 1987 by Technos, the great American pastime. It is the ultimate pastime of getting out your aggressions by just slamming a big rubber ball in someone else's face. If you're one of these people who are like, don't throw sports at me. The whole idea behind Sportuary is to find some of the gems that are within the sports genre or like Othello Derby, barely considered a sport and they yeah. deliver them to you because again, uh, the sports genre in the arcade is normally a good experience for all. It's not like the console scene. No, it usually is more accessible, more fun. And sometimes it's just Arkanoid soccer. Sure. Now, I would definitely say this game is fun. I don't know how accessible it is, but before we dive too deep into that, let's check in with TT Schmookins with her snap stats chats. Let's go to the skybox with TT. Hello, I am TT Schmookins, and this is TT Snap Stats. <laughs> Super Dodgeball. Our hot-blooded high school dodgeball club is a dodgeball-based sports UERI game created by Technos Japan Corporation in 1987. The main CPU was MOS Technology M6502, at 2 MHz. The sound CPU was a Motorola M6809, at 2 MHz, with additional YM3812, at 3 MHz, or 2MSM5205, at 384 kHz, sound chips. The cabinet used a horizontal 240-240 pixel, raster monitor with a screen refresh rate of 60 Hz, and the sprites could draw from a color palette of 1024 colors. As of December 29th of 2016, at 1.32 p.m., Lord Rock holds the main score records, high score of 57,200. This titty snap stats has been brought to you by Insect Insect Mushroom Induction Lamp. Insect Insect Mushroom Induction Lamp mini version of the design from Disney cartoon film, Total Ship Part of Your Life. Now, it's back to Kyle Von Kubik and Keith Robaduk for more of the We Talk Games Video Power Magazine program. 
right, Keith, so what's the plot of 1987 Super Dodgeball by Technos? As far as I can tell, the plot, it's the story of a team. Not really the best team. This team's only got four slots of health when compared to all its enemies in this game. This is true. And while my screen says USA after the uh, great Chicago-New York battle to decide who gets to travel the world. On top of a skyscraper, too, it seems. That doesn't even begin to show how ridiculous some of the spots are where you play dodgeball in this game. You start up the game, it's a one to two player. I only got to play this single player, which is uh, the story mode. And you're New York, I guess, in the Mm -hmm. start. But then all of a sudden you're USA, except as far as I can tell, we're wearing the rising sun on our outfits. You noticed that as well. Yeah, that was one of the big things where I was like, oh, they they really didn't try that hard when they uh, ported this game over no. to America in the arcades. Uh, right. Or Technos there, who uh, developed and published this. Now, this is within the Kunyan Kun series of games, the Hot-Blooded High School. Most people would be familiar with this series through its beat-em-ups with River City Ransom and Renegade. If we're going to go into any kind of making mechanics before Please uh, do. We, we discuss any uh, sort of technicality or the rest of the, the story of this game. Yeah. Kunio Kun, yeah, like you said, everybody would know from River City Ransom or its predecessor, Renegade, which for me, it was River City Ransom was where my love of uh, sure. Kunio Kun, I guess, started. But sadly, a lot of the games that were made in that series in Japan did not come out over here. They have ones where you're even playing in feudal Japan. In a very Mm, uh, River City Ransom kind of game and whatnot, but we'll have to get to that in some other episodes because we've never even covered Renegade before, which I was very surprised by. I thought that might be something you guys covered in the years uh, before uh, my arrival on the scene, but maybe a future Holiday Haymaker episode. It's a great idea. As far as Super Dodgeball, Super Dodgeball is the first time Kunio Kun delved into the sports genre of games being as they these started as beat-em-ups and there are a couple other games uh, in the sports genre but that's another thing we could cover in another sportuary yeah future sportuary definitely i mean the most obvious sport that you might have seen these characters in is soccer yes there is a pretty cool soccer game with them but uh super dodgeball as far as making mechanics i just would start with pong if you want to go outside yeah, I, the Kunio Kun genre. Too. Like, like, I can't think of a game that came prior to this that plays like this at all. But if you were to distill it down as far as the very base mechanics of the game, yes, Pong is a great start. And so is Warlock, oddly enough. Now, Warlock was a four-player game put out by Atari where you would try to break each other's fortress by bouncing a ball and paddle across the screen. But that sort of speed and kinetics is very similar to this title where... You're trying to mitigate not only the team you're facing in front of you, but also their members, which are on the perimeter of your court. Now, it's a court split in half. Uh, it's it's 4v4, depending on dip switches. I believe each player takes three hits before they die. I don't know, because later in the game, people just are getting dropped in one hit. Yeah. I, the big guy, I guess, who is Kunio Kun, your main player. Mm-hmm. He seems to take at least three hits before he is downed. 
That's but, right. There's speed players and then there's heavy players, and they're represented by the size of their sprite. There's one guy who looks like a Frankenstein monster, <laughs> as opposed to all the other characters on the screen. And each team has their own version of that Frankenstein monster sprite. But then even the farther you get in the game, the other team will end up having more Frankenstein monster guys. Yes. While you only have the one, and they seem to have backup guys where you knock a guy out and another guy comes. Another guy will jump on. in. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's. It's very unfair. Why isn't the ref doing anything about this? There's a ref on the screen who stands in the middle, but seems to do absolutely nothing. Yeah, aside from tossing you the ball at the very beginning of the game. Now, uh, we should say that I don't know, and I don't know if Keith knows, but this definitely follows more of a rule set of how dodgeball is supposed to be played. But I think most people's experience with said sport would be that of elementary school, where your gym teacher would be like, ah, it's raining outside. Let me dump a bunch of kickballs in the middle of this gym and have these uh, fifth graders try to murder each other. I don't remember there ever being three dudes on either side outside the perimeter working for the other team and how many times you can get hit. I just remember a lot of crying and bloody noses when I played touchball. Yeah, I remember a lot of crotch hits. Yes. And things like that. When I played this the most would be in high school, which was on those days where, yeah, it's raining or the uh, the gym teachers felt like being lazy, except... Sure. It wasn't called dodgeball. It was called bombardment. Oh, okay. And so what this was, imagine our gym basketball court. And instead of long ways, imagine it uh, cut in half Mm -hmm. and going across the court. Each team is on either side where, say, like the basketball teams would be sitting on their bench, but it's only a half court size. Yes. Balls are lined up in the middle between the two teams. And when the gym teacher blows the whistle, you run up and go to grab a ball, which may be a big rubber ball or like a little foam ball. We had a bunch of different ones. Yeah. And then you could run to the line, grab the balls. Your school had a budget cut. There was footballs out there, baseballs, whatever balls they could rustle up. That's what you guys did not want to get hit by the baseball. Just (laughs) let me tell you, man, that was whoo. I think a teacher put a rock out there once. It was a school we had to pay to go to. I don't know where the money was going. This is an old jack-o'-lantern. Just play. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and you would just try to hit each other if someone else, you know, in in this game, if you catch the ball, it simply allows you to catch it, not get hit and throw it back, which was quick enough reaction time. But in our game, if you caught the ball someone else threw, it meant the other person was out. Yes, that's how we played, too. But you'd also get someone who was out back in by doing that as well on your team. Similar rules, definitely. Yeah, and then you just play down to zero. I've witnessed people who just like lob the ball in the air as high as they can and just see it smack dead on the top of someone's head. And Which does happen in this game. Yes, but I can't do that back at them. Yeah. It, so it, here's the thing. Let's talk about the controls. You and I were talking off the air about your love of dodgeball for the NES and how you felt that that was a superior game. It it's, really it's a port is. of this game. Yes. Um, And I think the reason you feel that way is because the controls in that are either less difficult or more intuitive. And I don't know which I feel towards it. I feel like there's a high barrier of entry for this arcade game. You've got a joystick and two buttons, which is a passing button and then a throw button where you can use the joystick to target the enemies on the other side of the court. And the pass, you could pass to the players that are on the perimeter of your opponent's court. I hope I'm describing this well enough so everybody understands. But yeah, but sometimes that throw button just throws it faster as a pass to my guys on the other side yeah it is what you said the controls in this aren't as intuitive 
right. as they are on the you Nintendo. You got to do a version. double hit on the joystick to do a rush. And once you start doing the double hit and the rush, then you can hit. And once you start doing the double hit and the rush, then you can hit the two throw buttons together to do a jump attack. Again, yeah, you not in both together to jump and then the throw button while you're in there to throw it or now to I pass looking- it. I was looking online to see if I could get a picture of this cabinet because I do imagine that on the control deck there was probably a graphic on there to go over the different moves that you could do, but it's not inherent when you just jump into this game blind through emulation, which I'm going to assume just about everybody listening to this program who wants to play this game is going to do, unless they have some sort of compilation. But I would recommend going on game FAQs or game facts, as some people call it, and actually reading the different types of moves you can do within this game. Because if you don't, I don't believe you're going to get past the second screen on the easiest setting. Yeah, the normal mode I had to switch it off of because I couldn't beat the second level on normal. And I knew the controls because I played it on NES. It's very similar with the two buttons. But the problem is in this arcade mode, the controls are a little sticky. They're not as good. But also there is the fact that trying to play through the game with this USA Japan team, Mm -hmm. it's like trying to play through an old Madden game as the Bengals. (laughs) You're just a terrible Man, team. that's a very sportsy reference for you, Keith. Here's the funny thing, Kyle. I was into football. I have been into sports. I have played sports as a kid. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of them anymore. I was sure. never, I, I'm just, I'm not competitive. I'm Is not. Is it the for, domestic violence, Keith? <laughs> Is that what keeps you away from football? It's the dog fights. Oh, that too. It's it, pretty it was, disgusting as well. Yeah, it's that. It's the competitive nature of it. It's the uh, attachment to millionaires who are simply out there just doing a job like you do every day. They're just getting paid a lot more and are at a higher risk than you. And right. yet you identify with these people and let it control your life life to such a degree that it can ruin your entire week because they lose a game much less if you lost a ton of money on it and that's keith's reasons he doesn't like sports that's a new segment for sportuary yes can't wait to check in next week yeah next week on why keith doesn't like sports the fact that they're just cosplaying like all the rest of us in our goofy costumes nice all right, but. so graphically, this game is adorable. Yes, I love Queen it. Coon games are adorable, and if you're familiar with River City Ransom, that's the art style and direction that you're going to see within this game. Yeah, I love how easily you can tell. If you know River City Ransom, you can look at this and just immediately know what you're getting into, which is a freaking slog to get through this game. And I, yeah. I've I've gotten through NES Super Dodgeball plenty of times, but. In that your three different characters actually have names and stats and you can pick which country you want to play as you're not just stuck with the bad news bears of dodgeball over here <laughs> and it's it our just, team sucks because it's filled with i'm not going to say the rest of that quote from the bad news bears. <laughs> it's not appropriate no it's not but no your team's full of uh, japanese guys who have bleached their hair blonde apparently because <laughs> <laughs> they have I very that much like the hot-blooded high school look though and i i do yeah, like definitely. the way this game looks it makes good use of the backgrounds and there's some silliness happening because in you know river city ransom and renegade there's just silliness happening these characters are a lot of fun to look at 
They control okay, but not as good as their NES or Super Nintendo counterparts. Yes, or even its SNK counterpart, which... Well, that's a sequel, but it has the same name. Yeah, the Super Dodgeball for the Neo Geo came out in 1996. Did you play any of that? Not this time around, but I have played that in the past. And it's like the anime version of this where, you know, with the NES version, the characters do have names and stuff like that. And they all look different. There's more variety to the characters in the NES version as well, which is which I guess isn't surprising because it came out two years later in 1989. They had plenty of time to really uh, refine this game. But by 96 they're all different anime characters yeah, and yeah. there's it's very there's pretty. even a story that runs through the game as well like they that get game really deserves its own episode so i'm going to threaten it now that we are going to discuss super dodgeball again but it's going to be the 1996 neo geo version 2018 sports you everybody <laughs> yeah maybe not so long from now we'll talk about it i don't know though we got a lot of great games lined up this year and i'm excited about 2017 mm-hmm. so it might have to wait till 2018 but it will happen i'm so um, excited for this year oh music and and sound effects that's in my head forever now since it plays every time you you're jet setting off to your next location yeah it's uh on par for 1987 it's not great it's not the best but it's competent for the era of which this game came out very and it's very reminiscent of the nes game as well the music's okay but the sound effects the sound of the ball you all know that sound out there and you hear that that rubber ball Hitting noise is so good in this game. It sounds just like it did back on the playground. Sure. As far as the oofs and offs and stuff like that. No barfs and dropping coins, unfortunately. <laughs> no. Oh, I love that coin noise. That bink bink is oh, such a good noise. But uh, the big uh, lumbering, like giant forehead guys. The, oh, the yeah. big, I didn't notice until I was playing this with headphones that they actually make like a noise when they. Yeah power up and throw the ball which you don't have power moves in this like you do in the nes version but your enemy has power moves this is why i'm recommending the can you pull these off i can pull these moves off they are get out they are difficult to pull off and you have to time it just right so again depending on your controller setup if you don't have a wired controller that little bit of lag might throw you off i didn't realize that when you were mentioning looking it up i thought you meant looking up like the regular controls but they must just be easier to do in the nes they are easier to do in the nes version they are more difficult and require timing to do in this but it's all about doing a dash jumping at the right time and then striking and you can do the same moves that your enemies do you can even throw it up in the air and have it dive bomb onto your opponent's side of the court now it didn't act seeking you out as well in the process that i was not able to do that was bullshit when that that's, happened. That's bullshit. The heat seeking, the enemies, and your own guys standing in the way when the ball's coming to whatever guy you're selected as, which I got to say the most frustrating thing is the fact that you can't control when you're switching characters, and, and it can be very frustrating when you're like, who, which, which guy am I? Oh, crap. Yeah, unless I'm I miss dead. something, I believe the way that that mechanic works is whoever is being targeted by the other team is then selected with an arrow over their head and then you're controlling that character or it's the character who has the ball 
So yeah, you but, can pass another character. Yeah, but then sometimes your guys are standing in the same spot and your guy oh. who it should be going to, you time and press the button to catch it. Instead, it hits the guy standing in front of you and now he's dead and you're fucked and you're just not getting past Africa because they've got five Frankensteins. <laughs> <laughs> Did you happen to write down all the different areas you go to? You start off in America where here in Trump's America, everything is covered in stars and stripes and we never burn it. I'm sorry. I got political. Uh, (laughs) But we will wipe potato salad off our face with a napkin. Oh, yeah. With the American flag. Yes, and our women will wear it as bikinis. It's it's not all for that, Keith. Especially if they're playing dodgeball. Oh (laughs) Uh, my god. What do I do with this erection? You've got the Statue of Liberty in the background on yes. that. It's it's very over the top. You also go to uh, Iceland where there are little cartoon penguins in the background. And then, of course, the ultimate place to play dodgeball in the Forbidden City. Yes. Because <laughs> of Now, course- mind you, I only saw pictures of this online. I could not get to these stages because this game is incredibly difficult. Yeah, I got to Africa where you're just playing in the jungle. And surprisingly, it's not racist at all. I couldn't get past the zombie Englishmen <laughs> or women. I think they're supposed to be women when you play against England. The, but skinny, they look, the skinny ones? They, yeah, they look like zombies. Yeah, they look like hags. Like they look like <laughs> old, old witches, which yeah. in Africa, dude, they're pulling off super moves. They're ridiculous on that stage. Like they have skinny guys and five Frankenstein guys. It's if you like the idea of what we're talking about with the arcade game, I'm not returning to this game. I don't think Keith is either. I'm going to the NES version, man. I'm recommending the NES version, the Super Nintendo version. There's even a GBA version that came out. I'm sure there's an iOS version at this point that you could check out. I would probably avoid that. I'd probably go for one of those three Nintendo. Even the Game Boy game, I remember being relatively competent as well. Yeah, and there's a Japanese one on the uh, Super Famicom, uh, Kunio Kun no Dodgeball, which I've never tried, but now I think I'm going to go give that a whirl because I've never played the Super Famicom version, and that looks like a superior version to the NES version, but there also is a Super Dodgeball Advance for Game Boy Advance that's good. Uh, There's two versions on the Nintendo D. Oh, no, that's the American cover. Huh. Wow. So apparently that came out here. There's a Nintendo DS Super Dodgeball Brawlers. Oh, I wasn't aware of this one. Yeah, by Arc System Works, not even by Techno, so I guess don't exist anymore. It looks like it is just like the originals. Uh, I'm going to have to look into that. I Man, I did not have enough time to, to really go down the line because I I'm would, sure you could find that game at one of these retro game stores and it would only take you to get out some sort of bank loan for $30,000 or something. Oh yeah. I'm sure that. Yeah. Let's jump over to a very special guest for a pro player tip. Magic suck. This is Lieutenant Columbo. I'm from the Homicide Department of the Police. I would like to speak to you as soon as possible. You can reach me at the main precinct. The telephone number there is... You can look that up. I am usually there in the mornings. Just do anything? No, sorry, Cut. 
Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson, inspired by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle, and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So, Paul. Thank you very much. Wow, thanks for that uh, pro player tip. A very special guest. <laughs> Thank you, the most special of, of guests. guests. Yes. Now, as we talked about on the last episode, we are no longer doing the game haikus for now. That's being put on the shelf. We are now doing one-sentence reviews. So that is one sentence that encapsulates everything that we just blabbered on about for 30 minutes. I'll go first. Play any one of its ports instead. (laughs) And for the frustration of getting slammed in the face by a rubber ball repeatedly over and over and over in video game form, play the arcade version. (laughs) Okay. I kind of tacked mine onto yours, but... I was going to say, that's a run-on sentence, and it started with end. (laughs) But then I realized you were leading up to your one-sentence review. Hey, we're still working out the kinks, and it's very early into 2017. Cut us some slack. Yeah, oh, my one-sentence review. I blessed the rains down in Africa, unless, of course, I'm there trying to beat their ridiculous steroid Frankenstein-ridden dodgeball team. Still might be a run on Keith, but we're going to go with it. (laughs) Let me remind everybody that if you like what you hear, please review the show on any one of the services that you found it. Sharing it on Facebook is a huge help as well. And retweeting our tweets on Twitter at We Talk Games, again, goes a long way. Like us on Facebook, WTG Podcast. That's right. For Keith, the Robo Duke, I'm Kyle Von Kubik. Looking forward to next week for another Arcade Weekly and another fine week of Sports You Worry! Dr. Tong Tong Sauce, now with even more. Stay tuned for the post game show, Talking We Talk Games with Stinky the Game Master. <laughs> and special guest, Chris Hardwick. While the lights are low But you won't cuddle Do a story of romance There's only one way I've got a chance It takes the Batman, Wolfman Frankenstein or Dracula To put her in the mood for love It takes the cat, girl, dog, boy Creature from the Black Lagoon To make her feel like making love It takes a monster From outer space To make my baby Want my embrace And when She can hear somebody scream (laughs) 
doesn't go for parking down in Lover's Lane And lots of moonlight doesn't drive this girl insane She thinks that dreamy music really is a bore But I found out what she's looking for It takes the Batman, Wolfman, Frankenstein or Dracula To make her tender as can be It takes a cat girl, dog boy, creature from the Black Lagoon To get her making love with me If there's a madman whose teeth are curled Who grows a bed bug that wrecks the world She gets romantic, it's really quaint When all the other women start to faint 